Hello there, and welcome to the Seven Nation podcast here on Your Prep Sports. It is Wednesday, January the 3rd, about 10.45 a.m. Central Time. Happy New Year to everybody. I am Rob Howe, joined by Ryan Merkin from Your Prep Sports. We're going to, as we previewed last week and as we uh, promoted last week, we're going to hit wrestling in this podcast. We haven't done so yet, and it's a good time to do it. During the break, there wasn't any basketball action to go over or other sports, so good time to catch up on wrestling, and then we can kind of gather ourselves after this one and go week to week on what is newsy and what to talk about. Ryan is back from a a family uh, (laughs) gathering in Nebraska, and uh, he's back at it, and we're ready to talk wrestling. Happy New Year, Ryan. You too, Rob. Are your kids... Are your kids old enough that, um, like, do you still do, like, the dad jokes that everybody does where you're like, I haven't done this since last year? They There's been a lot to, of those in our house. I'll just say, like. They used to laugh at that, and now they're just like, eh, funny, dad. <laughs> so did you guys all make it till midnight on New Year's Eve? That's the question. We did. Um, nice. My oldest daughter was at, so actually, no, it was our, my youngest daughter was over at a friend's house. She's like, eh, I'm not spending time with my family. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go to a friend's house. And yeah. uh, that's kind of where we're at now. And looking forward to this weekend, which is nice. We've got uh, club volleyball kicking off this where, week in Cedar where Falls. Where are you at this weekend? Cedar Falls. And I have two kids playing in the same tournament. and Not uh, at the same location. Not on the same day. <laughs> one Saturday, one Sunday. So back and Double forth. trip to Cedar Commuting Falls. to Cedar Falls this week will be fun. Even better. <laughs> Even better. Um, yeah, it's that – if you're – anybody that listens to this, this is our wrestling pod. Um, wrestling has their own offseason, obviously, and et cetera, et cetera, and all sports do. But if you're listening to this, if you turned in, you're probably a, a sports parent. Th- I feel like this is like – and, and again, like I coach my son's baseball team, you know, that's spring, summer, whatever. But I feel like this is like the heart of club sports season, man. You got basketball, you got volleyball. These, these centers are just packed every, every, every weekend. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's going to get crazier here as we move into January, we get through, uh, start to pick up and uh, things shake out. We start to get a little bit clearer picture of the winter sports and, what's what and who's who. And uh, certainly that's the case in wrestling. Uh, plenty of action still to come, but we got a little bit of a, you know, a uh, an idea of what's going on, Ryan. And uh, we want to start today with the strong starts that uh, we've seen at West Branch and Clear Creek Amanda on the mats. Yeah. I, these are both great stories, Rob. And and we've written about West Branch when they won the, the Regina Invitational um, in and we, we, I wrote about Clear Creek right before break. They won the Solon. I, I think it was just called it's Solon has their big meet coming up here in January, the Ed Hayden felt, which is a great meet, always one of the better 2A, you know, non 3A meets around. Um, you know, Lisbon, there's all sorts of good teams there. Clear Creek's there, West Liberty's there, Solon, really good wrestling teams from around this area. But, uh, Solon had a five teamer right before break on that Thursday dual tournament, and Clear Creek won that, and, and they just, both those teams had incredible starts. I, I guess I'll start with West Branch. I saw them, you know, at the Regina invite, and it's just been really, really fun um, to watch that program grow over the last four or five years to the point it's at right now. And if you if you didn't read that story, go back and read that story. Click on the West Branch tab um, at the top of the page, and, and you'll be able to find it there. But they've had an incredible start, and, and their big thing is – I. 
they're relatively full uh, up and down the lineup for for where West Branch has been at. Um, you know, and Jake Slocum said this when I was talking to him at that meet. You know, it wasn't that long ago where they were you know they were taking a bunch of forfeits at weights. They had you know open weights up and down the lineup, and and not only are they relatively full now, I think they have three open weights or they had three open weights that day at Regina, but they're really really solid. I mean, they they're not just filling these weights. They're filling these. They got some hammers in the lineup, Rob, with with Logan Wright, who's a senior now. Cooper Gates is really good. He's a medalist last year. Lincoln Edwards is a senior now. Uh, they have four ranked wrestlers, but even the other guys they have in there, uh, Kale Sadell's wrestling really well. They're upperclassmen. There's these guys that have been with with Coach Slocum for several years now or through the program. They're not throwing guys out there. Um, they have a freshman at 106 that's really good. They've got really, really good wrestlers up and down the lineup, and now they're having some team success. And it was cool. My, I said, go back and read the story. Um, their, their thing is that every tournament, you know, the coaches are basically saying, hey, it's really hard to win a tournament with with three or four open weights. So go prove me wrong. And the kids have kind of, I mean, the kids have kind of, you know, taken that on. And, and they they go out there and they don't talk about the team score the whole time. And then, um, as Kale Sadell said on, on Monday, they go back and, and they tell the coaches, you know, politely, I think he kind of smiled, but they tell him that they proved him wrong and then they get back to work. But, um, they've, they're off to a great start. It's going to be really fun to watch them over the next couple of weeks as the, as the meets continue, uh, to get bigger, but a similar situation at Clear Creek. Um, you know, I, I talked to Kyle Fornis at, at Solon that day and, um, you know, Kia Cuck was there at that meet uh Vinton Shellsburg was there at that meet and several of those you know those teams had open spots in, in a dual tournament and and um he he also pointed out he's like you know when we when we started we were one of the worst teams in the WAMAC and we just had open weights up and down the lineup and they're very similar where they are full they don't have open weights and they are really 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 solid Rob I mean I, I was talking to um Solon's coach Aaron Hadenfeld after the match too and, and he was kind of I mean, he was just super complimentary of what Clear Creek's done as far as how good they are up and down the lineup. Um, not a lot of weak spots on that roster. And the Solon duel was really good. Um, they they finished off against one another. They they were both undefeated going into that one. This is at the Solon invite before break. And um, Clear Creek, just more depth. I mean, as far as like, you know, quality of wrestlers up and down the lineup, because Solon is is much improved from where they were at a year ago as well. But that was a really fun way to, to close the season. But um, speaking of close or close the, the first half of the season, but speaking of that, and again, go back and read this story. It's got all the details in it. If you're a Clear Creek fan, you already know this, but what they did to close December, Rob, was was just crazy. They went seven days where they went like a double duel on Tuesday a duel or a double duel, I honestly can't remember, but they had to weigh in on Tuesday. They weighed in on Thursday. Then they had a two, they, they went four and one, I think at those or three and one, three and one. And then had a tournament at Fort Madison, which was a two day or so had to weigh in on, on Saturday or excuse me, had to weigh in on Friday, had to weigh in again on Saturday and then came back and, and had um, a duel on Tuesday, had to weigh in. And then, and then the Thursday tournament at Solon. So in a seven day span, and I, I have, I maybe messed that up a little bit, but it's all in my story. Um, uh, in a seven day span, basically a week, they went seven and one in duels and wow. finished second at that Fort Madison tournament. And it's just, I mean, Fornas told me it, 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 like his quote was, you know, this might be the most proud I've ever been 
of one of my teams, what we did the last seven days. And he's like, and we had six guys qualify for state last year or whatever it was. We had a great district and we've had some good moments, but just how hard it was for those guys. And I heard him talking to his team afterwards and, and then he was giving them a nice break. So um, I don't think they were coming back until, you know, the week after Christmas or whatever, but um, just an incredible, not only did they do it, I mean, they were really good. I mean, they were a couple points away from, from winning that Fort Madison invite, which Dubuque Hempstead won. Um, and then they were really impressive that day at Solon, but that's it. That was just, it really stood out talking to him and those guys about how far that program has come where they weren't just trying to survive that stretch. You know, they were trying to win, win. That's a good, that's a 22 team tournament at Fort Madison. They're trying to win that thing. They're trying to win this thing at Solon. Um, they're really good. And then you always ask me kind of what we have on the site or whatever. Spoiler, as we've talked about before on the pod, athlete of the week goes today. And as long as we're talking about it, so spoiler, by, by the time most people listen to this, it'll probably already, already be up, but Kale Nash is going to be our wrestler of the week. He's just wrestling really well. Got uh, his hundredth win that day at Solon. Um, he's ranked fifth at, at uh, 120 pounds and, and Clear Creek's three a in wrestling. Remember? Um, and so I, as I sent Rob the outline for this, I was kind of thinking, Rob, we'll, we'll have to hit another one of these at some point, maybe maybe after districts or before districts. We'll kind of look at where basketball's at, too. But we'll have one more. In, I, you know, we'll talk some wrestling on the other pods as we bounce around, but we'll probably have one more dedicated wrestling one. Um, and it'll be interesting to get into. It, you know, the wrestling people are are already well aware of all this stuff, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're digging deep into this, but... Um, I've, I've asked a couple of people that know a lot more than me, but 120 at three, a might be the, might be the toughest weight, um, might be the toughest weight out there to be totally honest with you. Um, with, with just the guys that are in that with Drew Ayala and Carter Pearson from Southeast Polk and Jake Knight from Bettendorf and, um, Hale Nash is, is wrestling as well as anybody. I mean, he's, he should be right in the thick of things at three, a state and, and trying to get a medal, but I enjoyed talking to him after that dual or after that dual tournament last week so i've just been super impressed with both those teams rob and and the thing about clear creek is i mentioned just the depth but they've got this stretch in the middle of their lineup with nolan howell at, at 138 and Riker jones at 44 and jack stevens at 50 and all those guys are ranked but they just they've got that's kind of the meat of their order uh meat of their lineup but they just they're really really good up and down up and down the lineup i mean they just have really solid wrestlers at every weight um, they're a good dual team, but, but those guys are guys that can go score points at tournaments. They're going to be in semifinals. They're going to be in finals. So they're going to be fun to watch too. Um, and we'll talk about this at the end. We'll kind of talk about where people go for districts, but as I look at their district, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, they, they should have a, they should have a fantastic postseason. One of the, and I haven't gotten into any of this at all and I'll have to do some digging, but they, they, I think they're set up to have maybe one of the best postseasons that Clear Creek's ever had, which, which basically in this sport means, you know, one of the best seasons because that's kind of what everybody looks at. But I'm super impressed by by what West Branch has done and by what Clear Creek has done, not just that they're having good seasons, Rob, but they've – and they haven't just improved. They haven't gotten two kids that came in. and I, You know, they haven't gotten two freshmen that came in that are super good or two guys that are scoring all these points and winning every tournament, just two studs. They've built their lineups up to where they're really good programs. They have really good practice partners. They've got seniors in the lineup. They've got upperclassmen. I mean, they're just going to battle you at every weight. So it's been super fun to see the improvement. Both those coaching staffs have have really done a good job of sticking to it and, and getting the right people in the room. And Kyle, I should say Kyle Fornis was really quick to give credit to 
all the assistants, some parents, just all the things that it takes to have a good wrestling team doing you stuff, um, you know, doing the, doing the off season stuff. Um, but yeah, the, those two teams, I mean, if we're going to talk wrestling, I think it's only right that we lead with those two. Um, and we'll have more coverage of, of everybody, but especially those programs as they continue to go. The the first half of the season, this, the December portion of the season, I don't think could have gone any better for those two, Rob. Good to see when it's fun to watch programs when they kind of emerge and and build themselves up and, you know, different than the traditional programs, such as right. um, you talked about the postseason and, and it's a different animal than the dual season, you, you know, right. and uh, I think that's a good segue into, you know, what we see at City High this year with some really high end senior wrestlers uh, and the chance that the Little Hawks can do some damage in the postseason. Yeah, I I mean, that is a good segue, Rob. I mean, and now these guys that they have in their lineup, with the exception of Kale Voinovich, like Kale Seaton, Kale Kurtz, Jake Mitchell. I mean, these guys are all four-year guys that have come up and been successful, but really turned themselves into, you know, the state championship caliber guys. I mean, Kale Seaton is one of the best stories in, in wrestling last year with having his injury a month before the state tournament and winning his first state championship. And he's really, he's obviously really good um, going to South Dakota state. Um, he's undefeated at 132. They He's kind of what he's, you know, he's just coming off knee surgery in the off season. He's healthy, um, but he's kind of been limited a little bit. I think he's 10 and 0. Uh, and then Kale Kurtz is also a two-time medalist. So you've got those two guys in the middle of the lineup, but Jake Mitchell has just worked himself into being a really good wrestler. Rob, he's a, he's a metal guy for sure. Um, and then the addition of Kale Voinovich is who's, you know, ranked number one at 157 is really kind of in, in there again, same thing, 132, 138, one Mitchell at 144, Voinovich at 157. So they've kind of got those guys in the middle of their lineup that are just, um, you know, really kind of solidify that. But those are seniors. Um, I, I think you said it, I think they're set up to definitely be their best here in, in a month. I mean, Kale Seaton's come back, um, you know, and, and kind of gone slowly. Voinovich's first year, you know, Iowa competition. He's un, unbeaten against in-state competition, by the way. I think he lost it, lost in the finals in um, tiebreaker at, at Donnybrook. So to, I think in Illinois, if I remember right, but to, to a kid from Illinois, but um, they're just one of those teams. I mean, they're with those four guys and they have other guys too, Kendall Kurtz. And I mean, they're, they're better up and down the lineup probably um it's easy to kind of look at what they don't have with ben keeter and gabe arnold and these some of these guys that have, have moved on both those guys moved on to iowa and, um but they're i think they're going to have a really good chance for another really good state tournament showing i mean they've kind of quietly been around that top five spot at state a lot um and i, I think they're going to be there again i just th- those four guys i mentioned have just wrestled so much rob i just i, I just think and, and a lot of these guys have like their competition um but I just think those guys know what it takes. They've got really good training partners. They've got really good synergy in the room, I think. And and I just think they're set up to have a really good second half of the season. I call it second half or whatever, but championship season, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we'll see them several times here coming up. But I think they're, as always, and, and Coach Connell does such a good job with that program of doing that. Um, but I just think, you know, those guys have been through it all and, and they're really talented too. So, they're they're one that I kind of circled. I saw them in their opening duel of the year, and I kind of circled them as like, all right, let's let's circle back and see these guys like in mid January, uh, and kind of get an update. Obviously, you're I'm monitoring all year long, but these guys are going to I feel like just have a different tone 
with them going into the postseason with a bunch of guys that have been there, done that. Yeah, and you talked about um, getting a, a a gauge on them as we get into January and uh, be able to get a gauge on West High as well. They meet up on January 11th, and uh, obviously West High has some really good and talented wrestlers as well. Yeah, it's kind of – I don't want to say the opposite because I, I don't want to gloss over the the upperclassmen that lineup um, because Justin Avila and, and Kyler Scranton have been really good wrestlers, state tournament guys, state medalist guys um, for for several years now. And those guys are both wrestling at a really high level, both ranked guys. Um, and <laughs> But I'm, I'm as excited as I am to see these the upperclassmen from City High late. I, I'm excited to see the young guys from West High late. Um Obviously, he's still a young guy, but everybody kind of knows about Alexander Pierce, who, who, you know, won a state championship last year as the third West High freshman champ in history. And he's just, he's he's a really fun kid to talk to. I really, really enjoyed interviewing him last year, especially throughout, you know, districts and, and or the postseason state. Um, but man, he is just and, and again, I want to say this. I've said this many times on the podcast, many times to people like I'm a wrestling novice. I'm not one because a lot of people that cover the sport, Rob, they are I, I kind of. I honestly kind of marvel at these guys, like how well they know the sport inside and out, not records or any of that stuff, but you know, the intricacies of the sport, that is not me. Um, But I've also covered sports for 20 some years, you know, but man, Pierce is just a fun kid to watch. I mean, you talk about somebody that just gets after it. Like he gets after it. He's really fun to watch. And, and he's, you know, he's technically really good. He's tactically really good, but he is just, he's an animal. He's a hammer. Um, He's 12 and one. He lost in the quarters at Donnybrook. And then they've got some other really good freshmen right around him. Charles Barnhouse is 10 and six at 106. And then at 120, Matthew Trans 11 and four. The thing about West High right now, Rob, they've done this for years. Like their schedule is just, it's brutal. I mean, they are, they are testing these guys every weekend. So right now you look at basically what they've had at this point, not basically, I mean, what they've had is the Donnybrook, tournament in Coralville at, at, at extreme to kind of kick their first tournament. And then the same type of tournament that I, I don't know what it's called. The council bluffs. I just call it, you know, the council bluffs, but I don't remember what the official name is. So sorry, but it's at the Tyson event center in Sioux or in, in council bluffs, or I think that's where it's at. I could be wrong. Um, where it's at doesn't matter, but I'd like to tell you, but I cannot. That tournament is, I mean, it's, it's all the, it's all the Omaha Lincoln, uh, I mean, it's it's basically the best programs out of Nebraska. There's there's certainly some Missouri, Kansas teams in there, but that's kind of the same thing. It's it's an it's a regional tournament, just like Donnie Brook kind of is with the Illinois teams. But both of those tournaments are like I I always like looking at the results of that from the Iowa teams that go because guys are going to get incredible matches at that thing. I mean, all the way up and down through it. So you throw in all those teams, and um, when you look at what these guys have done at those tournaments, so. In it, I mean, these tournaments are real deal tournaments. Barnhouse was 12th um, at Council Bluffs. Pierce won it and lost in the quarters at Donnybrook. Tran was sixth um, at Council Bluffs. Justin uh, Avila was third at Council Bluffs. Kyler Scranton was second at Council Bluffs. Both those guys were seventh at Donnybrook. And I know some people, if you know, I mean, if you don't, if you're a novice wrestling person, or whatever, you're like seventh, man. I mean, those tournaments, like, and just how big the brackets are or whatever. I mean, that's really, really, really good. So that's when you look at some of their records and stuff, 10 and six, 12 and one, or excuse me, 10 and six, 11 and four, 11 and three, 12 and three. These guys have wrestled 
you know, I mean, just incredible. I mean, and that's the other thing with too with those is all your matches are good, basically. And there's just so many good guys in these brackets. So I'm really excited to see those young guys. I, I haven't seen West yet. I'll see him on the 11th uh, when they host City. And then um, obviously I'll see him again throughout January. But I'm excited to see those young guys. And then I'm excited to see how they, you know, handle the the championship season where you've got MVCs, then you've got districts and you've got state. And so I'm excited to see those guys, Rob. I think they have really, really good uh, high-end guys at those lower weights to go with those upperclassmen um, at the at the upper weights. Check in at uh, Liberty High as well, Ryan. Uh, Vincenzo Lima is the uh, the top guy there. What else is uh, – talk about him and then kind of what else they have in their lineup. Yeah, I wrote about Gavin Benton. I was over there um, for a duel with with Prairie and got to see them. And uh, Vinny didn't wrestle that night, unfortunately. He was dealing with some illness, but um, we'll have a story on him at some point. He's he's just kind of been the the anchor of that program, Rob. And he he's a really good wrestler um, and and does it the right way. And has, has just been he's been one of those guys that when you're starting a program like that, you need some guys like that. But Gavin Benton's another one of those guys. And I got a chance to talk to Fred Lima, the coach, about about Gavin and. He was hurt last year and, and came back, hurt in football and came back and, and got to state in wrestling and just looks now kind of the way that, you know, I think he ex- wanted to look last year, basically, right? Where he's healthy and, and he's wrestling really well. But um, as Coach Lima told me, he was like, he's the, he's the type of guy that, you, that you're you going to let take your daughter out. That was the quote <laughs> he used. But um, I'll be I, I really enjoyed that. talking to Gavin. He's a great kid. Great kid. And so that was fun. But those two guys at their upper weights and then and then they're filling in as well. Kind of like I talked about really, as I talked about with Clear Creek and West Branch, um, you know, Liberty and newer program. But I think they're I mean, they're not there yet. They're not at that level yet. Um, they had some guys that that wrestled tough um against Prairie that night. And, you know, with everybody in their lineup, they maybe could have made that a closer duel, but um they're getting there, Rob. And I, I like what that coaching staff is doing. They're they're filling out their lineup. They're becoming more competitive at, at every weight, all 14 weights. Um, but th- the postseason, I just hope that those two guys I mentioned, uh, Vinny Lima and, and Gavin Benton, can kind of cap off their careers with really good postseason because those are two kids that deserve it. Yeah, shout out to Gavin's dad, Mark Benton, who uh, taught my kids at Longfellow <laughs> uh, Elementary School. Good guy. Very good guy. So, yeah, uh, I, I did. I don't, I probably don't say this enough. Um, that was a really fun interview. And you, you've done this for long enough too. When you walk up to somebody, Hey, I'm so-and-so nice to meet you. And I think I'd talked to Gavin before, um, but you don't really know how it's going to go sometimes. I mean, I'm sure you've had those too. Like I'm okay. not, it, I'm just being honest with people here. Like you've had some interviews where you ask one question and then you're like, all right, this is going to be an interesting couple of minutes, right? Like <laughs> these kids don't know what to expect. You're kind of catching and coaches sometimes too. You're kind of catching them off guard. Um, I had my phone out. I'm recording. I think I asked Gavin one question and looked down and we were like 90 seconds in on the recorder. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be a good interview. You know, I mean, just really open, really, really neat kid. It, enjoyed talking about, you know, not enjoyed talking about his injury, but he enjoyed talking about the process, the injury, kind of what went through it, getting back on the mat, getting back to football. He had a great football season too. He was one of our linebackers on our your prep sports, all area team, which we released last week. So um, if you haven't, re- if you haven't looked at that, find that on the website too. Um, I think that's under the Liberty tab as Graham Beckman was our offensive player of the year. So if that's off the homepage and you want to look at that, um, Check the Your Prep Sports social media feeds, Twitter, Facebook. It's on there, but you can find that. And 
not getting away from wrestling, Rob, but I will say really quick about that. Thanks to everybody that that read that, all the athletes that, you know, messaged. I was on vacation a little bit, but got a lot of messages from kids that, you know, thanking your prep sports for for their inclusion on that team. That's the thing that we really enjoy doing, um, putting that team together for everything, for volleyball, for cross country, basketball, baseball, whatever. But um, really good football this year. So congratulations to all those kids. And, and thanks to everybody that that reached out to your prep sports uh, for their inclusion on the team. Yeah, no doubt. Good job on that. Um, and again, uh, the PSA, yourprepsports.com for much more in-depth coverage of everything we've talked about on this podcast and what we can get into podcasts week to week. So much more in-depth coverage on yourprepsports.com. Shift to uh, girls wrestling, Ryan, the uh, super regional assignments came out and, Lucky, luckily for us, they sent City and West to Des Moines. <laughs> I, uh, I, great podcasting, me just laughing. Um, I typed these up, everybody, for Rob for before this. Um, I looked at them when they came out, and I had basically forgotten about this. So things like that come out. You're doing whatever you're doing, and I, I get, you know, I see, I get an email or whatever, and it pops up. And I, I was probably at one of my kids' events or picking my kids up from school or whatever because I wasn't at my desk. And I'm like, oh, you know, let's see. Uh, just anytime, you know, postseason parents, whatever. When you do what we do, your your first thought is, okay, where do my teams go? How are we going to cover this? How are we going to, you know, what's our schedule going to be? Because I have people like Rob and other people that are kind of wondering when their services are going to be required. So I look, and I do remember getting that, and just like, no one can see me now, but just doing like one of these, like throwing my hands up and being like, are you serious? Because last year, all of our teams were in Cedar Rapids. Yep. Um. If you don't remember, or if people aren't into this, if you're not, you know, a, a parent of a, you know, girls wrestling participant for girls wrestling. And I like the format, but what they've done is they call them the super regionals. So you basically have a site. Um, I think it's Cedar Rapids, Des Moines, Water, or Cedar Falls, Waterloo. Rob, do you have them in front of you? And then um, like what, like Council Bluffs, Sioux City. So you basically have like a central, a north, central, east, west in there. It's one place. So Cedar Rapids is the five season center. Sorry. Alliant Energy Powerhouse. Got to get that in there, Rob. Alliant Energy. Um, but they have them at those places. And then there's two regionals at each one. So not every wrestler that's at these locations is in the same regional. They have two regionals per site. So there's eight regionals, but they're, I kind of like it. You know, and I think, Rob, you went to Cedar Rapids last year. All of I our liked it once I figured out what the heck was going on. I'm like, what it's, is going It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, picture if you've been to boys wrestling, picture a district in a bigger place with two districts going on at one. I mean, there are people everywhere. Now, the good thing about these arenas is you can kind of have, you can have you know, wrestlers on the floor level, fans are separate, yeah. unlike a gym where everybody kind of gets intermixed. But um, it's it's crazy. And it's a long, long, crazy day as far as trying to cover it, trying to participate in it, trying to coach it. I talked to a bunch of our coaches that day. They're trying to run from mat to mat. But anyway, same format this year, but Rob's right. City High and West High, different regions. City in Region 3, West in Region 4, both at the Tyson Event Center. In, or no, excuse me, the High V Hall in Des Moines. Sorry. Um, but they're there in Des Moines. Um, Clear Creek, Solon, West Branch, Liberty at region six in Cedar Rapids. So not only are they all in downtown CR, but they're all in the same region, which is easier for me. And as I say all the time, the people at the state, it's all about me. So let's just, let's make it easy for Ryan. Um, 
I don't think that that goes into anybody's thought process, but I'm looking forward to that, Rob. Those are the, those are uh, January. Um, I had this, those are the 26th where, yes, those are January 26th. So I, sorry, again, more good podcasting. I just knew I had that down January 6th. They start at 10 AM. Um, and, and that kind of brings me to my last thing, Rob. It it's, I know we say this all the time, whether it's football or we get on here, it's, I mean, wrestling every year, it, no season is a sprint, right? I mean, they're all a marathon in their own way, um, especially the sports that are physically so difficult, like wrestling. I mean, for these kids that have been maintaining weight and doing all these things, it, it certainly feels like a marathon. And I was just talking about, you know, Clear Creek's weighing in five times in seven days or whatever it was the week before break. Um, just talking to those kids, I mean, Jack Stevens had a nice shiner. I mean, these guys, it's, it's really hard. It certainly doesn't feel like a sprint, but this sport, I mean, you come back from break Rob and it is just a sprint to the finish now. I mean, boys districts are February 10th. I mean, we're, you know, we're six weeks from state wrestling sport done, you know, wrestling season over. It's just like it, you get to January and it is an absolute sprint to the finish here. You know, like I said, January 26th girls districts, you know, state that first weekend or the next weekend after that uh, in Coralville. But I'm really looking forward to both of those. Both, I will be totally honest, as as I often am on here, for me personally, Rob knows this, it's, it's new. The sport's new. Coaches are new. I introduced myself to a coach at Liberty, and if I, hopefully they're listening to this. We got a good chuckle out of it. Um, I, we talked for 10 minutes, really nice guy. We had a great conversation. I said, Hey, you know, can I, can we go out in the hall, ask you some questions? He's like, yeah, I'm not the head coach. Um, and I'm just like, well, if you know me, if you get to know me, like I got no problem talking to people. So I'm just going to walk up and start talking. And sometimes I make mistakes, but I said, you must've been, you certainly look like one. Cause you were really animated there in the chair in the corner. So I just picked the guy that was most excited <laughs> and went with him, but these are all new coaches and in, Kudos to all the girls wrestling coaches for getting stuff to your prep sports. It's new. I'm we're trying to highlight your kids uh, as best we can and get out stuff, but it's all new. Um, you know, last year, I, I know that there was, you know, the wrestling coaches association tournaments and stuff, but it's been new. It's, it's something else that we're doing. And so I've been trying to meet all the coaches, meet all the kids, meet all the athletes, but I was completely overwhelmed at that super regional meet last year. Um, I think we had good coverage. But it was really, and then the, the same way with state. So I'm more prepared this year, Rob. Hopefully, Rob's more prepared. Hopefully, Rob's, prepared. Back, Rob's back is in shape. <laughs> um, but no, we'll 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 have some good wrestling coverage, girls wrestling specifically. I think after break, I was out at like I said, out at the Liberty Invite. Uh, but Solon has their invite coming up. Um, they do a dual tournament, which is good. Uh, there's good teams there. Mount Vernon was there last year. That's a good a good tournament. Um, we'll be at that. There's, there's January some- January fifteenth for folks that are interested in going checking that out. So yeah, thanks, Rob. But we'll. I'm looking forward to this sprint to the finish for girls wrestling too. And I, again, I know this is. I'm I'm kind of joking, but I'm also very serious. It's really nice for our coverage. We'll go to Cedar Rapids, and then we'll go to we'll go to Extreme for for two days for state, and it it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. I don't have to drive or whatever, but it just allows us to have really good coverage. I've got some plans in the works, I think for, for girl state, that'll be cool. Some different things we're going to try. So um, to, to highlight those kids and hopefully we'll have a lot of kids. 
um, that are, that are wrestling down there. So, um, that's kind of our 50,000 foot flyover wrestling, Rob. Um, again, this is a, uh, going back to boys really quick, uh, bean city duels are still out there. We'll be there at city high. Um, like I said, the Ed Hayden felt tournament is really good. We'll be there. Uh, so there's, and then, and then we're into conference. Um, you know, the WAMAC meet, the RV, the, the RV for our teams, MVC is always good, but MVC, WAMAC, RVC, those tournaments should all be really, really good this year for our area teams as far as, um, you know, performance. And then it's district time, Rob. And we got, we got dual regional dual situations in there. I think we have some teams that can compete, um, on the dual side, which, which truthfully we haven't had the last couple of years. So that'll be fun to follow. Uh, those rankings are out. So it'll be fun to watch, Rob. I, again, we've kind of, we've been basketball heavy before break, just based on the schedule. You know, like I said, Solon's home meets coming up, City's home meets coming up, City and West duel. Uh, we'll have a lot of stuff and, and I'm excited for it. I, I like this, I like this part of the season for wrestling as we, uh, sprint to the finish in Des Moines. So. Yeah. For, and as we said, uh, we'll say it again. We say it a lot, um, for, all in-depth coverage of all these teams and all the sports, yourprepsports.com. Get over there, check that out, and we'll have you covered heading through the winter season, which is starting to heat up here pretty soon. So check that out. Um, We'll be back next week, and we'll talk some basketball. We'll have more actual competition going on here as the kids get back to school and get back on uh, into competition. So we'll talk about that. And uh, as Ryan said, we'll – do another wrestling centric podcast as we get farther down uh, the road in the season and uh, talk about that and set up the postseason. Maybe aim for early February with that one somewhere, probably not the week of state, but somewhere probably around conference and districts and kind of rehit those and see where guys are at. So that'll be fun. Yep. We'll hit and we'll, we'll give you kind of a alert on that when we set it up and uh, find a, find a date for that one, but uh, we'll be back next week to talk more sports. And it's not like we're not going to talk about wrestling during these other podcasts as well, but we felt uh, as much time as we dedicated to basketball last month, it was good to uh, kick the new year off with uh, a recap of what we've seen so far in wrestling and then a look ahead at what's to come, which is a lot. So again, yourprepsports.com for all that coverage I do want to let folks know that support for this podcast comes from Systems Unlimited, celebrating 50 years of providing services to people living with mental health issues and disabilities in East Central Iowa. A list of their services can be found at SUI.org. That is SUI.org. Thank you for the support from Systems Unlimited for the podcast and the great work that they're doing uh, in the state. If you'd like to uh, support our podcast, reach out uh, yourpressports.com. You can find ways to advertise and support your local high school athletes. Thank you everybody for listening and we will talk to you next week. Say goodbye, Ryan. Bye.